brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. As always, there's a couple things we want you to do. First, go to Facebook, like and share the Facebook page. Second, go to Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Combs Natural Pod. Um, <laughs> then go to iTunes, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Go to start this motherfucker off proper. Comes naturally. We are Joe, Mike. I am Cody. Welcome to this week's show. And start off proper with Mike's wrestling minutes. Yeah, Mike, you got a good one for us today. Yeah, go. All right, no today, go. Today, go I'm going to be talking about uh, the man who is literally taking the world of wrestling by storm. His name is James Ellsworth. He is a little dude, and not like a like legally a little dude, like just a like- normal. Like weird in looking the world of re- in the wheel in the world of wrestling, like world he is a wrestling. normal guy. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, if anybody listens to this has watched WWE in the past couple months, there's a good chance that you've seen this dude. Wait, 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 wait. That dude's in WWE. Yeah, I'll explain to you why. So this is what happened. There's this there's this gentleman by the name of Braun Strowman that's in in the WWE. This dude is is one of those monster big guys, like like six foot. Eight, six foot nine, like, cl- got to be close. Too to the tall floor. to be loved. Yeah, yeah, got to be, got to be close to the four hundred pounds. Just a fucking massive. He looks, he looks like uh, who's the the nerd, the guy from Nerds, um, who was also in Bloodsport. That guy, ogre, ogre. Yeah, yeah, he looks like ogre, but bigger. Damn. Yeah. Um. So they they're kind of repackaging him, and in the world of wrestling, when you want to repackage a, a big giant dude. You basically do what's called squash matches with them. So while he's, you know, working on his craft on the house shows and, and training and stuff, when he's on TV, they just throw these these little dudes at him. Um, and a lot of times, so they don't bury, you know, WWE's own talent, they get local indie wrestlers from the area. They'll come in, they get a good paycheck, and they get their ass whipped by Braun Strowman. <laughs> so for some reason, this dude is... This guy, James Ellsworth, who every time WWE rolls into that town, he always kind of shows up 
um, because he is an indie wrestler. He's a 14-year vet. He mm-hmm. runs his own promotion in the Baltimore area. Wow. Like, he's he's he makes a living off of pro wrestling. Wow. By hook or by crook. Like, he hustles his own, you know, his own shows. He, he goes, you know, he tours a little bit with them. So... He's in the world of professional wrestling. He is an actual professional wrestler. But if you looked at him and I showed you guys a picture of him, he's never going to be a WWE superstar. Like, he's just, there's no way it's going to happen. So, basically, he's at Raw waiting to be an an extra. Somebody grabs him and be like, hey, uh, can you you take a bump? And they're like, yeah, so a bump is just when a wrestler falls, you know. Mm -hmm. Basically, they want to know if they throw him on TV he can not die basically <laughs> um so <laughs> so he's like yeah yeah and they 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 do like a little tiny mini match before the show starts and they're like oh yeah he can take a punch he can throw a punch he's fine he's like all right you're going to you're going to fight Strowman tonight in a squash he's all like this is what's going to happen you're going to throw two punches then he's going to he's going to punch you in the face and then he's going to pick you up and slam you down and pin you he's like all right and so like later on they go hey can you talk in like in the world of wrestling it means can you cut a promo like are are you gonna Uh freeze up if if we throw a microphone in your face he's like yeah i could talk so they're like all right you got a quick promo before before the match too which is ridiculous because i've been watching wrestling for a long time i've i can't remember the last time i seen a jobber get a, a quick little promo before his match um so they're in there and they cut to this guy. Strowman's walking down, and he's doing his monster walk, taking his time. So they're interviewing Ellsworth in the ring while he's walking down. And uh, and they're basically, like, the crowd's already kind of laughing at him when they see him just because mm-hmm. he has that look that, oh, God, this is hilarious. And he says, the, the, the guy asks him, like, what makes you think you can even, like, survive this match? He's all like, he says, any man with two hands has a fighting chance. And for some reason, that trends on Twitter for, like, the next 48 hours <laughs> because of all the wrestling fans. And the, the crowd just kind of loved him. Like, and it, the match went exactly how it was supposed to. He got two punches in, got punched in the face, got slammed, got pinned. Mm-hmm. So the next week, and, and Ellsworth has told the story. Um, so he's, you know, he's like, all right, cool. You know, that was fantastic. His Twitter fucking followers jumped way up and... Yeah. And he's like, cool, I was I got to be on Raw, which is every wrestler's dream. Yeah. So the next week they have another jobber come out, right? And same kind of thing, smaller dude, looked a little more athletic. But um the crowd started booing the jobber and there's a Ellsworth chant. Oh. Because they liked the guy that got beat up last week better. <laughs> so so fast forward a couple months on SmackDown. Uh, the champion, or not the champion at the time, but a guy named AJ Styles, uh, he needs a tag team partner. And he's basically a, a bad guy in the world of wrestling, so nobody mm-hmm. wants to team with him. So the GM of SmackDown's like, hey, we found a partner for you. And it's James <laughs> Ellsworth standing there. And so AJ Styles gets pissed. Um, so you think it's going to be AJ Styles and James Ellsworth versus whoever the, the two good guys were. Um so Ellsworth coming down to the ring. He's all excited. He's going to have a SmackDown match where he gets attacked from behind by The Miz. Mm-hmm. And The Miz takes his spot in the in, in the match. So we're like, cool. James Ellsworth got more TV time. And his name's twinning on Twitter again. And he's, he's Twitter follower count goes way, way up. 
So fast forward to Tuesday SmackDown. This Tuesday SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He somehow... There's a match. AJ Styles is now the, the big champion, the world champ. And Dean Ambrose, the guy AJ beat for the title, they, they're going back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. So... They say there's going to be a match. AJ Styles says, oh, but you're not wrestling me. You're going to be wrestling this guy. And he brings out James Ellsworth. <laughs> so, and there's there's a, you know, a whole promo thing going on about it. And then, so the GM of SmackDown is like, no, 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 that's not what's going to happen. AJ Styles is going to wrestle James Ellsworth. And Dean Ambrose is going to be the special guest referee. Oh. So you're like, oh, this should be fun. At least Ellsworth gets a gets a little shine in this match. Might you know land some stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, AJ Styles is beating the fuck out of James Ellsworth. But every time he goes to cover, of course, special referee doesn't like AJ Styles. He starts looking out into the crowd, doesn't co- cover. <laughs> you know, Ellsworth is tapping out in the submission hold, and he like walks out and goes grabs popcorn <laughs> and shit. Like he's and so basically letting Ellsworth get his ass what, but he hasn't lost yet. Yeah. So at some point, AJ Styles gets mad at Dean Ambrose, pushes him. Ambrose kicks him in the stomach, hits him with his finisher, which he calls the Dirty Deeds. And he's laying there, and he looks, and he sees James Ellsworth. So he grabs James Ellsworth, puts him on top of AJ Styles. (laughs) Fast three count. James Ellsworth, journeyman wrestler, never, ever would have made it in the WWE officially beats the world heavyweight champion on SmackDown in his first ever WWE SmackDown match. And um, because of that, the legend of James Ellsworth does not die. Now, because he beat the champion, next week he gets a title shot on SmackDown. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So this dude who, like, literally four weeks ago, the hardest core wrestling fan, would had never known him outside of the city of Baltimore because that's mm-hmm. where he runs his promotion. And so now because this is, like, one of the few good things about social media because he blew up on social media just because he looked goofy and he said that dumb catchphrase that every man with two hands has a fighting chance, which there's t-shirts you can buy now of. Of course. <laughs> when did you just come in? Yeah. Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a fun story because he, uh, he's yet to land any actually wrestling moves, but he beat he beat the champion and he has a title shot next week, so... It's a good heartwarming story. The, the legend story. of James Ellsworth continues. I kind of hope some somehow, some way down the road, he just hangs around and just shows up every couple mm-hmm. months, gets his ass whooped, but crowd laughs and he gets a bigger paycheck and his Twitter followers keep going up. So I had this weird thought in my head, like they're doing some sort of battle royale for the the belt. He's not in it, but like as the last few yeah. guys are knocking each other around, he just runs in, runs, runs in, up, throws the last guy over. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fantastic. He he almost, I almost feel as with how popular he's become. You have to like at least fake like he's about to win a championship at some yeah. point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, but yeah, that's uh, Mike's wrestling minutes. That's pretty cool. Mike's like wrestling it. minutes. Yeah, brought to you by Mike. This week. Yep. Boom. All right. Right into it. We're going to get into the, uh, our theme for the, the month. Mm. Mystery horror movie talk. Boom. I'm Mike didn't so do it, so he's excited. not going to be able to talk about one. Because he didn't think he was going to be here. 
Yep, I did not think Suck that. Suck it. Always but, be prepared with the movie. I did watch a good chunk of the first season of Mad About You. Not, Does that count? not good enough. It doesn't count. No, no. It doesn't count. Because it's not even a horrible show, so I can't make a, right. a horrible It's a junk. great show. Oh, I like it. It's great. It's, it's good. When's the last time you watched it? I don't know, like 2000. 2000? Yeah, that's about there. Yeah, that's about 2000, yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it now. It's fantastic. When did it air? What, like... That was 92 to 98, right? 92 like that, yeah. to 99, somewhere in there. Man, that was a long run. For yeah. sure. Hmm. And then they both went on to make movies. Yep. Sort of. Yeah. Horizon made like one. He was in she Aliens. He was in Aliens. It was before that, though. Yeah. yeah. He was also in Beverly Hills Cop. That's true. Before that as well. Yeah, well. <laughs> he was in also Beverly Hills Cop, too. He was a stand up, wasn't he? Yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. that how he started his. Yeah. Yes, sir. Not our subject, though. Yeah. You're derailing us because you don't have a movie to talk about. <laughs> so, Giggles, again, Giggles. if this is your first time listening to this, the whole idea is Joseph and I picked a movie. We haven't told the other what the movie is. Nope. And we were now going to reveal what the movie is and then talk about said movie. Yep. And it has to be a horror-type movie. So it can be horror, fantasy, monster, slasher, gore fest, whatever you want to call them. Not gore fest. I mean, for you, not gore fest. Not gore fest. Because uh, you're a pussy. Uh, For you, maybe. I want to watch Raw. That's all I'm saying. Not, not wrestling, Raw. Not, not wrestling, That Raw. fucking crazy-ass French movie. Uh, anyways, Joseph, what is your movie, sir? My movie for this week is The Babadook. Oh, I watched that one. Boo. Of course you did. How long ago was it that you <laughs> watched it? Like, I, well, I saw it before it was in theaters, and then I saw it a couple months ago. When did it hit theaters? Uh, 2014? Yeah, because it was a 2014 movie. Yeah, it was like like it was odd. It was like August or some weird month in like 2014. Like not not like because you know God forbid you release them in October when people right, want to watch a them. horror movie in October. Yeah, it, it, I want actually I want to say was it early in 14? Well, it says it in theaters in November 28th, 2014, limited release. Okay. Oh, uh, so I might have watched the beginning of 2015 then. Yeah, on DVD was 2015. I, I yeah. I'm a little surprised just because. Reading uh, a little bit more of the uh, background of the movie before we started here, uh, I believe it was filmed in Australia. Yeah. Wasn't re- very well received in Australia. It was in nope. limited theaters. Uh, then it went to uh, Indie Film Festival, the IFC, and uh, it kind of blew up there, got some uh, showage here in the States. So that's why I was kind of surprised when you said 2014 in, what, uh, in theaters. How do you spell that? I'm trying to look it up. Uh, B A. B D O O K, the cool. Babadook. Uh, so I'll read the uh, quick little synopsis here from IMDb. Is that the website I'm on? Nope, Rotten Tomatoes is the website I'm on. So six years after the violent death of her husband, Amelia is at a loss. She struggles to discipline her out of control six year old Samuel, <laughs> a son she finds impossible to love. Uh, Samuel's dreams are plagued by a monster he believes is coming to kill them both. When a disturbing storybook called The Babadook uh, turns up in their house, Samuel is convinced that The Babadook is the creature he's been dreaming about. His hallucinations spiral out of control. He becomes more unpredictable and violent. Amelia, genuinely frightened by her son's behavior, is forced to medicate him. But when Amelia begins to see glimpses of a sinister presence all around her, it slowly dawns on her that the thing Samuel has been warning her about may be real. Uh, so that sums up like 
perfectly the beginning of the movie. Uh, Amelia has like a normal job. It it's a very slow burn as you learn about uh, her little by little and her family, and and they get into the way uh, why the kid is kind of such an asshole throughout the beginning of the movie. Um, I, I I will say that it was a very good uh, uh, performance by the kid. Yeah. He's very good in this movie. Yeah, it and I wasn't expecting that at all, considering that all these actors are, you know, pretty much nobodies to me. You know, um, they're not A listers, they're not B listers, they're never seen listers. Exactly. Coin a phrase. You're welcome. Coin a phrase. Uh, and being a, a Jennifer Kent, I, I believe, yeah, written and directed by Jennifer Kent. Uh, it's her second movie because this was this followed another movie of hers, you know. So it was very well directed, actually. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what was Jason and Aaron's movie, uh, the first one, not the not the not springtime resolution resolution. Halfway so halfway through the movie, that's what if you've seen Resolution, if you haven't haven't haven't, it's on iTunes. Go see it. It's actually a phenomenal movie. It's very similar, is what I would say. Uh, it's a very slow burn. You're trying to just understand what the characters are going through in this movie. Yeah, very suspenseful. But, I mean, in this movie you're learning that her husband died and, you know, they're they're, they're trying to move on, but the kid is, is just being kind of an asshole. You know, even though he loves his mom, he specifically says it tons of times in the movie, uh, he, he does things that, that she doesn't want him to do and blah, blah, blah. And it's when they find this weird book. And it, I mean, in the description, it says that that uh, it turns up in their house. It literally just the kid it wants to have a bedtime story uh, read to him and runs over to pick out his own book and picks this fucking ginormous red book out. And you're, the mom looks at it. Amelia looks at it and goes, what the fuck is this? Essentially, she doesn't say that to her kid. But it says Mr. Babadook, Babadook on the the cover, and it's this weird fucked up pop up book. And as she's going through it, and it's explaining how, you know, who Mr. Babadook is, and uh, what will happen to them as, if the Babadook gets let in, and it freaks her out to the point where she hides the book. But as the time goes on the kid starts acting more and more weird in fact starts uh he he was obviously afraid of the babadook from the book and he starts to make these weapons and whatnot in order to try and fend off the babadook and protect his mom and you you just see this like kid slowly delving into what would be like some sort of psychological trauma because uh at this by this time he's seven years old his dad had died in a car crash on the night that they were they were taking Amelia to the hospital to have mm. to have the kid, so this kid's actually never had a birthday. They don't celebrate on his birthday because it just reminds the mom of of their dead dad. And so every birthday is you know this kid's kind of fucked up because right. of that. So he just slowly starts you know telling people about the Babadook and how it's haunting their house and and whatnot. How it's causing you know those weird little things to happen, doors to open, uh, glass to appear in uh, in Amelia's oatmeal, I think it was, or or porridge or whatever they were eating at the time, 
and you start to believe that it's more of this weird psychological thing but then as amelia as as the kid starts having more problems she takes him to the doctor doctor prescribes some uh, medicine to help him sleep but he's getting in trouble at school he's getting in trouble with friends he pushes one of his friends out of a treehouse at one point and breaks her nose mm. right so amelia gets to the point where she can't take it anymore and she starts losing sleep over it and that's when she starts seeing things uh like over at her neighbor's house uh she tore up she tears up the book at one point because it starts appearing in other places at the in the house and she throws it away well it appears the next day after that all taped back together on the doorstep so she immediately burns it and uh I believe it appears again after that. Nice. She starts getting phone calls from people, from somebody that just sits there and, and repeats Babadook, Babadook. And so it's super crazy. It's super creepy. But you're thinking at this point, like maybe she's just kind of slowly going insane herself because she's not getting any sleep. And then if she starts seeing the uh, the creature, uh, which you never really get a good glimpse of at all in the. Uh, yeah, so there's the book right there. Yeah, and oh, so you got the whole story? Yeah, this is the. This is, I'm showing them the image you're having. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over forty and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As a, uh, a, a list of someone took pictures from the movie, and you see how creepy the, the art is, but also just how creepy everything really is in it. Yeah, and towards the end here, so like, you know, he has such a funny face, don't you think... Uh, see him in your room at night and you won't sleep a wink. 
Uh, he's screaming, "Let me in," yeah. which actually comes up towards later in the in the movie where uh, it, it seems like at one point the Babadook actually possesses Amelia, and so she starts going after the kid, the kid and the dog. Exactly how it it goes through in this book, Ooh. strangles the dog, which was fucked up in the movie. They actually, show her strangling the dog. It does. I don't like uh, this movie. I know, right? And there's a, there's a few more pages to it. So the next one would be uh, she's killing the kid, and the next page she slits her own throat. And what's creepy about it is it's all a pop up book, so it has like the little uh, oh. interactive parts. So like the the cutting her throat it literally shows a knife going across and then like paper blood goes pouring <laughs> out of her her neck oh my god it's fucked it's fucked up and awful but like i said it's a slow burn oh there it goes more yeah dang yeah keep going that's, that's it that's all oh that was it yeah they they cut off the end of it boo spoilers yeah. bro Spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers. Yeah, because the image. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert for this. Ah, they, this late, man. They've never. Fuck them. Should have been here last week. They didn't know the rules, right? Because <laughs> we spoiled for half an hour this shit. Uh. So yeah, so it's really actually a cool, just really slow burn movie. Uh, the ending still leaves me going, "What the fuck was going on the whole entire time?" Uh. Because they do end up battling the Babadook, uh, kind of. Uh, she basically, it basically gets to the point where it, it, she vomits it up because the kid is, you know, loves her and won't leave her alone. And she realizes the love is what kind of drives it away and weakens it. And uh, she vomit, vomits it up, has one last confrontation with it in her her bedroom she tells it that you know to go away and it like flies downstairs into the basement and it's afraid of her essentially but that was the weird thing is it it suddenly has a happy ending you know they're they're celebrating the kid's birthday and she's fine the kid's fine and everything but they're picking worms in the backyard and this is what i didn't get about the movie uh is that they're picking worms in the backyard and she's like well okay well i'm gonna go you know, take this. And the kid's like, well, can I see it? She's like, you're not old enough yet. And unlocks the basement door, goes downstairs and is standing there. And you can tell she's a little bit scared, but not quite. So she puts the the bowl down. She's looking around and uh, suddenly it seems like you're looking at it from the monster's view that it, it lunges out at her, but then stops. And she's just like, shh, it's okay. It's okay. Hmm. And that was the end of the movie. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, do they have like a pet monster now at the, in the basement? I mean, yeah. yeah okay. Fucked but up, right? Besides, uh, you get, besides the book and a little bit of uh, towards the, the middle of the movie where you start to see the Babadook, you don't actually know what this thing looks like. You know, the, the, the mask, the thing that they show is, is like a mask because in the book they specifically say, what's underneath my cloak will make you die essentially so whatever they are looking at yeah kill your dick kill your dick kill your dick yeah <laughs> uh but no it was actually a really good slow burn movie like i said really well directed really really well acted um 
there's no nothing bad I could really think about it, except for the ending, just because I wanted to know what the fuck this this creature was. There was no, there was just no backstory about the creature. Like, was this based off of some myth in the in the the movie or whatnot? I don't know. It was literally just a fucking book that appears. Uh, it wasn't like, if I recall right, it wasn't even like they moved to a different house. Yeah, they put. Yeah, because this is the house that they were they've been living in. Like, fuck you, monster. Yeah. Yeah. You could stay here, but you have to stay in the basement. You and eat worms. Basement. You eat worms, and that's all you get is worms. Some bitch. Yeah. So I'd say it's a, it's definitely a, a movie to watch if you're into the the slow burn, scary type movies, like I am. Like I said, that's why I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Boom. Boom. Nope. The Babadook. Brought to you by Joseph. Boom. Good job, Joseph. Good job, Joe. Proud of you for watching the scurry movie. I watch scurry movies I all know. the time. Mike's the pussy. I literally will spend the whole day watching ghost shows. Yeah, ghost those shows are awful. No, yeah. they, they, no, they're. To be fair, they are awful. I do not watch <laughs> them. I do not watch them for like you know. I oh, I believe in this shit or anything like that. You like I literally watch it because himself. because in in some cases it's a good story. You know, like Cody would sit there and probably and watch you know True Life Murder. You know, psycho shit because he loves that stuff. Fuck, that's supposed to mean. You do love yeah, that stuff. I do love it, yeah. You know. I watch Alaska shows. Oh, you're one of them. Anything that has Alaska in the title. Did you see that Jewel? Watch that Jewel, your favorite uh, singer, was going to Alaska people? I didn't watch that show. She's from Alaska, so. She is from Alaska. But them yeah. people are fucking crazy. Yeah, they are. My parents yeah. watch those things. That's why I know about it. Not the gold digging ones. Fuck no, those it's not ones. the gold digging one. those ones. That that show sucks. Alaskan need... loggers and Alaskan truckers and nah. Alaskan. I don't like the truckers and... either. Mm. I like the ones where Ice they're like truckers. they're like the. I think it's called like the Last Frontier Men or something like that. It's like literally just following people around trying to like somehow survive a stupid fucking don't live there area and yeah. they're trying to tough it out anyway. Okay. Those are the guys that... So you guys are like four hour drive from Anchorage. Just move to Anchorage. Move to Anchorage. That yeah. shit, they got stores and movie theaters there. And it's still cold. Yeah. They got yeah. a Best Buy. You're still, you can hike for 20 minutes and you can feel like you're in the wilderness. You can get murdered like, by ah, bears. Ah, bears, bears, and shit like that. But then you don't, you can live in a fucking nice place with insulation and, and central heating. Right. Come on, Alaska people. Be better. Not have to build your own house. Fuck that. Or oh, not that's what they do too. It's so weird. I, know. I watched this one where they had to, uh, like, their old fireplace sucked, and it was like in a dumb spot of the house. It only kept like one corner of the house cold or warm. So they had to. It's a three-story house that installed this new fireplace in the middle of the fucking house, cut holes in each level of the floor to run a chimney up through it. I was like, that's too much fucking work to live in a place, right? Don't don't live there. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. those people are dumb because they live in Alaska. But I watch that shit though. <laughs> do ya? Yeah. Do ya? Yeah. All right. Moving forward, Cody. Since Mike didn't watch one, Cody, because he sucks at life. What'd you watch, bro? I watched The Witch. Oh, I almost watched that. It is fucking terrifying. Nah, doubt it. Yeah. It is fucking terrifying. I'm gonna look it up. The description was pretty pretty gnarly and that's why i was like mm, i'm gonna go with the babadook so basically uh it is a historical period supernatural horror uh around this 
basically the film follows a Puritan family in, uh, encountering forces of evil in the woods beyond their New England farm. Yep. Pretty basic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think that until the baby's abducted, chopped in little bits, and then rubbed all over the naked body of this disgusting witch. And that's where, in the description that I read, I went, no, I don't feel like watching something like that. Yeah, it was, wow. Uh, That's relatively new, huh? Yeah, Yeah. it's from 2015. Uh, Yeah, it's, um, speaking of children actors, uh, all of them were excellent in this, uh, which is. So far, we, yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all like. They're all English, so it kind of makes sense uh, that they're good actors because, you know, English people are good actors. Yeah. American children are awful. Um, but uh, the whole thing about this, like, so break it down for you. This family, uh, break it down. Oh. Um, oh. So basically this family uh, who runs this this um, plantation, as they used to call them, um, this, this little society they have of Puritans, um, their religious beliefs are, are against everybody else's, so they're they're basically asked to change or leave. They decide to leave. So this dude uh, and his family, his wife, uh, their older oldest daughter, their their older son, and their fraternal twins uh, decide to pack up all their shit. Mostly the husband does, and they move out way away from this town to this to the woods. Uh, and decide to make a farm there. Evan's going great, except for the fact they can't get crops to grow very well. Um, the mom uh, shits out another little kid, little baby. Um, one day, I don't think that's how it happened. Yeah, it happens. Uh, okay. One day, she's uh, she's breastfeeding the baby. She goes, she calls the daughter over, the oldest daughter, and says, "Hey, uh, I got to get cooking, so why don't you take Samuel and you go just hang out, just like whatever." So she's playing peekaboo with this kid on the edge of the property of By their the way, farm. Just note: I'm never gonna name a kid Samuel because this kid's name was Samuel. That kid's name was Samuel. Yeah, it's bad news. Yeah, no. Uh, so she's got Samuel down on this blanket on the edge of this of their farm, uh, facing they're facing the woods, um, and there's no music going on at this point. All it is, she's playing peekaboo with the baby, and he's ah, and she covers her eyes, and blah, blah. she covers her eyes, blah, and she does it like a third or fourth time, and she opens up, and she's at, and she's like, what? And the baby's gone, and she, as she looks up, you see the brush in the in the woods move, and so she runs in after her, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you see this like fi- like cloaked figure moving, and then like you see her trying, and like just disappears. You're like, well, that's fucked up. Uh, so then you think it's going to go back to the house and like, she's gonna have to explain this to her parents. Like, yo, like something took this kid. Mm-hmm. Nah, fam. Uh, guess what? We jump inside this creepy fucking cottage. And there's this disgustingly naked witch with grossness everywhere. And she's like rubbing on the baby and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, what's she going to do? Like possess this kid or like whatever. Right Nah, this bitch grabs a knife. And I was like, oh, what? And she, like, grabs, like, the wiener. Mm. And I was like, uh, what the fuck? And you hear, and then it cuts away. And then it's, like, the music starts kicking in, and it's to this, like, weird beat. And as you hear as the audio of the movie comes in, the she's mashing the baby up in this fucking pest and mortar to the music. 
and then like dips her hand in and starts wiping baby chunks all over her. I was like, well, fuck you. Holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, it's not like a, oh, from a distance. Nah, it's like right up on her shoulder and she's just like, baby lotion. Literally baby lotion. And oh. I was like, wow. Um, what's this fucked up? Gives a different meaning to the term baby lotion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe real babies. 100% pure tin baby. baby. Um, yeah, so that was fucked up. So then it goes on, and, and um, I should say, it's shot in a very weird way. Like, they, they have this uh, really long shots that you think are going to have, like, moments of scariness to him the music starts to swell up and then just down and then cuts to the scene and goes to the next one and they're like oh shit and like he, they do that like he does that a lot um so it goes on so basically she cuts back to the the house and um you would think again it's gonna be the confrontation between like the parents and this older daughter right mm. nope it's not how it rolls you jump to the older son, who is the young, the second oldest. Uh, he's waking up, trying not to wake up his his twin uh, siblings and his sister. And this is where the really creepiness starts to come in. I don't realize wearing like baby like baby lotion made of hundred percent puritan baby. baby is gross. But the creepiness comes from the fact that as he's getting ready and he's walking over, and his sister's obviously having a nightmare of some sort. He's gazing at her, like, chest through her shirt. Like, longingly. Like, not like, oh, she's like, like, get, like. Like, one day these will be mine. Yeah, like, I was like, uh, <laughs> well, this is fucking weird. Uh, I mean, I guess it's, the, if you, you know, you don't want to bang your mom, your your little sister's too young. I guess the old, your older sister's the best, next best thing. Whatever. Um. So he goes downstairs and is trying to be quiet, and uh, his mom's just crying in bed. Mm-hmm. And so he goes out, and him and his and he makes his his dad basically makes his deal where they're gonna go out hunting. Um. So the kid at this point, they still don't know what happened to the baby. What happened to the baby? But they so don't. They the, don't, it's not like they told the whole family the baby's missing. No, no, no. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Okay. Yep. Mom, mainly because the mom has been crying for a week. Okay. And praying. That's all she's been doing. Okay. So the son says, why don't we go looking for Samuel? He's like, it's been a week. We've yet to see any trace of it. Whatever wolf or beast yeah. took it, it's gone. This is He's Puritan like, times. Yeah. It's like, it's dead. Yeah. It's like, and we're not going to we find it. That's why we have like five others. Yeah. Four you, others, but yeah. Four others. Yeah. Uh, and there's like, really, it's like three and a half because like, they're twins, so like, they're interchangeable. Um, so they... They go out hunting and they have a they have their their dog and this old the old timey rifle it's super long and has like the rope that you like start on fire on one end and you like it fires down and you're like this type thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going through and they're looking they have these traps. So they go over and one trap's been been it closed but there's nothing in it, so they reset it and I I sort of got something was gonna happen. Because, like the dad steps on the braces and the kid has to open it up, right? When he does it, and this is one of those like jump scare moments but it wasn't like oh my god I almost like jumped out of my seat type ones but you hear the trap just kind of open I was like fuck you guys like, really you <laughs> yeah. fucking pieces of shit so then they're going about and they're talking about how he, his, his son asked him how we get the hunting stuff and his dad says um, 
you know, don't say anything to your mother, but I took her father's silver uh, cup and I sold it to, of all people, the Indians. So that's going to make her super happy for hunting supplies. Um, Because they know that this winter and their failing crops are not going to get them through the winter and they don't want to give up and go back to the town. Mm. Uh, They want to survive because he wants to prove that he doesn't need the town to survive, blah, 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 right? So then they're walking along and the dog starts growling and they see a rabbit. This is a big rabbit. Mm-hmm. So the dad's like, hurry up and say, get down. And they get the gun ready. He's like, give me. He's like, he, he's grabbing the wrong end of the burning rope and blah, 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 right? He goes to fire. And like, right as he's looking at it, he's like, ah, something's wrong. Like, he's like, trying to get him. He's like, going the rabbit's kind of getting scared. He has like that look, you know? Mm-hmm. So he fires and the gunpowder explodes in his face and kind of singes him. And like the rabbit gets away and then blah, blah, blah. So, right? They go back. And mom gets all fucking mad because they disappear without saying anything. Uh, the, later that night, she overtly blames the daughter for the missing cup uh, because she still blames her for Samuel's disappearance. Missing baby, yep. missing cup. I exactly. Mean, it's just yep. a slippery um, slope. Exactly. So shit goes down. The mom and dad have this argument when the kids are supposed to be asleep and they're actually going to basically take the eldest daughter uh, and they're going to basically give her to a family to work as an indentured slave <laughs> to make money. Okay. Um, and also probably be a wife to somebody eventually maybe you know that sort of thing because that's what happened back then yeah um and uh so the the dad um and the son are 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 doing their crops and stuff and the the twins are running around and they're playing with black philip black philip is a goat like an all black goat okay and uh (laughs) they are they're running around and you realize the goat's out and like, holy shit, like, get inside. Like, the goat, like, this thing's going to fucking kill you. Like, this thing, like they don't, like, goats don't, aren't, like, playable pets. You know what I mean? Like, they get kind of feisty. Yeah. Especially males with fucking crazy horns or whatever, yeah. right? So, that goes on, and the dad shows him, like, holy shit, like, why'd you let him out? He's like, I didn't know he was out. Like, the, the daughter, and she's like, get the kids inside. They get the kids. He's wrestling the fucking goat, right? He grabs him by his fucking horns, and they're wrestling. I was like, holy shit, like, this guy's going to, like, he's fighting a goat. Fucking crazy. <laughs> so he tells the son to open the gate, and he forces him in. They close it, and they yell at the daughter. And she's like, it wasn't my fault. I was busy, blah, blah, blah. Um, shit goes down, blah, 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 right? So then uh, the next morning, the son and the uh, is trying to sneak out, and the daughter sees and go and says, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go hunting. He's like, well, I'm going to tell mom and dad unless you let me go with you. Okay. So they take their only horse, their only dog, the rifle, and they go out in the woods. So they're headed to the traps again. Well, this time the traps have stuff in them. Which are? Little rodents and shit. Okay. Basically, the traps are for f- are getting fur because they want to eat the meat, but also use the fur for trading. Yeah. Money purposes. Because um, they need to buy stuff because they're not growing shit. Um, the, in, while they're in there, the dog starts barking. They're growling again. So they look, and there's the rabbit. Or a rabbit. Uh, but there's a rabbit again. So the son's going to shoot, and the horse gets all spooked. He's like, you got, like he's, she's riding the horse, and he's like, you have to, like, I have to go after this, this rabbit. So he starts running off. She gets bucked off the horse, hits her head, and is gone. The horse disappears. Um, the kid running after the dog and the rabbit, the dog just takes off after this rabbit. 
he gets lost. He doesn't know where he's at. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He doesn't see his sister. He doesn't see the dog. He's spinning around in circles because he's a fucking moron. Yeah. And these deep, dark woods. Um, he hears the dog, so heads that direction, and then you hear the dog whimpering. And he climbs through this, like, rough it, and he sees the dog just splayed open. Oh. Just everywhere. Visceral. Blah. And so he calmly kind of walks away, and he sees what he, th- what he thinks is a rabbit. So he goes through, like, he starts climbing through this, like, broken down trees and stuff. And he's just, like, dropped the rifle and he's, all of a sudden he's getting cut up and all this shit. And he's climbing through and he finally gets through. And there's no rabbit. But in the distance he sees smoke. So he walks over and there's this disgusting hobble of a building. Mm-hmm. Moss growing on it. And he's kind of, you know, obviously he's lost. He's scared. He's walking close and all of a sudden the door creeps open and you see this hand slip out. And I was like, oh, dude, you're dead. <laughs> About face, buddy. You're done. Like, get out. Get out. Nope. He's getting closer and he's just like this. And this fucking uh, gorgeous woman comes out the door. Teddy's out. She's just like, lifts her skirt up a little bit, sees some leg. And he's like, whoa, like, uh, what's up? Like, hi. Right? <laughs> she, she walks over and she kind of pushes the gun away. And she, like, grabs and kisses him. And I was like, well, this dude's about to get fucked. Like, one way or the other, right? And so she backs away, and he's, like, dazed still. So she goes in for a kiss again, and all of a sudden this gnarly old lady hand grabs him by the head and cut into scene. Mm -hmm. So now you're going back to the house, and the the girl is getting berated. uh, Or, I'm sorry, it jumps, jumps to her waking up in the woods, and she's yelling now yelling for her brother. Um... She hears her dad runs to her. His dad runs over, grabs her. They go back. Now she's getting braided at the house. You know, why'd you go out with your with your brother? You lost him. This is your fault. Blah blah blah. Um, then uh, they uh, she's they kind of have this argument. They kind of cool down a little bit. Uh, the m- mom is sitting there and she's like, you know, have you fed the goats or whatever? She says no. She's like, I'll go do it. She's like, no, it's, it's raining. She's like, no, I'm just. I need to do something to get back in your good graces. I'm going to go do this. She goes out to do this, and there's fucking Caleb, her brother, stark fucking naked in the rain, stumbling around. She grabs him, calls him. They, you know, He's fucking crazy possessed. He's got scratches all over his body, speaking in tongues. They get him in there. The mom's nursing him. Um, the dad comes in. They have this, like, talk, you know, argument in a way. Uh, then um, they, they're down... At the, underneath like everyone's kind of sleeping and they hear screaming so they all run up there and there he's fucking babbling again the 
older daughter and the twins are there and like get him out of here get him out of here and like they're going and all of a sudden he just fucking goes into this like biblical rant like the kid just wakes up and starts like this and he like he starts to cough like he's like coughing and then all of a sudden he's like calms down and his mouth seals up like his teeth like just closes up and I was like what the fuck and then so the dad's like trying to get it open he's like he can't breathe it's gonna open and he pulls out his knife and I was like what the fuck is this guy gonna do so no, he flips it around to the handle, jams the handle in his mouth, and like pries it open. And when he does that, he starts coughing like something, and he barfs up a fucking apple, hmm. <laughs> and it's like rotted. Mm-hmm. And then he just passes out. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And then like, so they're sitting there, and the twins start blaming the, the older sister for being a witch, and she did this to Thomas uh, to Caleb. And she's like, no. And the mom's like going in for it. It's like, oh, you're a fucking witch. And the dad's like, prove me you're not a witch. Or you love God and like all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, Caleb lifts up and starts in perfect fucking English then. Just vi- Bible verses. It's fucking terrifying. All right. And then gasps, falls down, dies. <laughs> okay. And the mom loses her fucking mind. So... She's about to like attack the daughter. You can tell, and then the 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 uh they're they're gonna go pray, and the fucking two twins have have a seizure and like they can't pray and they fall down like into a coma. So shit's just Hit out. Like it's just done, right? Yeah. So scene goes the next one. The two the twins are laying on their parents' bed, comatose. The dead body of the of the son is laid out, and the mom's cleaning it. She's beside herself. The fucking daughter's sitting there all distraught. Um, and uh, her her mom's like, you get away from me. Like, she tries to come help her mom. And she's like, she's going to attack her again. The dad's like, stop this. We have to figure this out. And she's like, the twins were lying. They, they, they made this up. And he's like, bullshit. Like, bullshit. Like, they're in a coma. Like, they look at him. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, he she says, no, they're faking it. So he grabs one, and he picks it up, and he starts shaking. And they come out of it. And they're like, and he's like, God damn it, all of you. So he then goes and he nail he Jeez. like throws him in the in the little barn thing with the goats and um nails the, the door shut so they can't come out as like a punishment, right? He's like mm-hmm. staying there, you know, with the twins, blah blah blah, right? Um so then they get in there and their their twins are scared of her and she doesn't want to do anything with them, blah blah blah, right? Um and then so they 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 go to sleep. Right? As much as you possibly could in the fucking barn in the middle of this fucking woods, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you hear a noise. And the heat, she wakes up, and she's looking around, and it sounds like something lands on the roof. Okay. Like a very large bird or something. And the twins are up. And all of a sudden, they hear, like, a ruckus, and they're like, uh, and, they, and, like, she's got a can like, a lamp. She kind of moves over, and there's the naked fucking witch just chewing on the fucking goat on one of the goats and they're like freaking out and the father and the the father comes running like 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 doesn't really hear anything oh, i'm sorry no they they freak out whatever you hear this like noise and then it cuts the dot the dad wakes up and he's all blah blah you know steps over his wife walks out into the morning scratching his belly looks over and the front of the fucking barn is just exploded out and the daughter's laying there all fucking passed out. And you're like, what the fuck? There's a skinned goat. There's what looks to be body parts around. You're like, uh... He's stumbling over and he's like... 
All of a sudden, boom, he gets hit by the fucking billy goat right into his gut. Oh. Just horns right in. And he, the goat just rips out, and he's, dan- he's jumping around. like, And the dad falls back, and he's, he's like, blood spilling out of his mouth. He's like, And he looks over, and he sees his axe. And he grabs the axe, and he goes to stand up, and he's like, can't stand him. He's, and blood just run out of his mouth. And he goes to like, re-grip the handle, and the axe like falls down in his hand. And the billy goat's charging, and hits him right in the fucking gut again, right into the giant pile of wood, and it falls on him, dead. Just falls just Jesus. dead. I was like, Jeez. what the fuck? is going on so then the mom comes out she's fucking super crazy cause the part I d- skipped over to tell you this part cause that part's fucked up enough the night before she had a dream mm-hmm. and in this dream Caleb and Samuel are alive and in the house and she's like oh my god you're, you know my babies are alive and she's and he's like uh, I can't get Cable's like I can't get Samuel to be quiet She's hungry, so she, pick, she picks him up and she starts breastfeeding him. Cuts away from the dream, and there she is in the real world, and a fucking crow is just picking at her tit. Oh, gross. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. So, the dad dies, she stumbles out and is in her robe, hair's undone, she's un- unkept like a disgusting woman, with blood and one titty just, like, through <laughs> her clothes. Right? Oh. And the daughter's like, what the fuck? And the mom's like, this is your fault, and just attacks her. Wow. And so they're fighting, and the daughter's trying to fight her, and she, like, she she's getting good on her, and she looks over, and she sees the sickle they use for the corn. Mm-hmm. She grabs it and slashes at her and cuts her mom in the face, and her mom starts bleeding, then starts choking her daughter, and blood's just spilling onto her daughter's face, and she doesn't know what to do, so she repeatedly starts hitting her with the fucking sickle. Jesus. Over and over. And I was like, holy shit, dude. What the fuck? And so... The mom just then collapses down on her, and the daughter's like freaking out, splattered blood. Mm-hmm. She pushes her mom off, and she's the mom's just blood fucking everywhere, heads covered in blood. And she's like, "What? Like, what the hell am I gonna do?" Like, like she's like, she looks over and sees her dad fucking dead in the pile of woods, blood everywhere, it's blood, you know? Yeah. So she looks over and she sees um, the barn, and she sees Black Philip. She goes over and goes, she walks up and she says, fine, speak to me like you do the twins. I don't believe this. I need to know what's going on. The fuck? And I was like, well, this is going to be a weird ending, right? Yeah. So she starts to walk away. You hear a male voice. And he's like, do you, do you want to, do you want to live the life you've always wanted? And she's like, yes. She's like, do you want to travel the world? Or do you want to see the world? She's like, I do. He's like, but what do you, she's like, what do you want? He's like. You just have to listen to what I say. And all of a sudden, this dude walks into frame, like clothed. And he puts her hand, his hand on her. He's like, you have to sign the book. And she and he looks, she, she's like, there's a book in front of you. She looks down. There's this fucking gnarly book. And he's like, she's like, I don't know how to write my name. He's like, I'll help, I'll help you with your hand. Like, I'll help you work it with your hand. So he signs it. And then all of a sudden, you see her walking to the woods, stark fucking naked. And there's fucking the goat just running behind, like leading her into the woods. She walks in the woods and you hear this, like, just scared the shit out of me because you hear all these voices and you're like, what the fuck's happening? And you see her from, from her, like, over her shoulder and there's, like, this fire and these naked ladies dancing around it and he just goes up next to them and they're just chanting away and she walks up and I was like, well, that's fucking it. Nope. All of a sudden, the fire kind of roars up and the ladies start flying. Hmm. And then she starts to fly up too and then you came up like 
basically pans out, and there she's flying in the air like this, cackling in a movie. Hmm. I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> right? So I watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. I was like, the whole baby thing, though, <laughs> that got me. And yeah. the, the jump scare was with a Billy Goat hit her dad. Because, like, it you weren't ready for it at all. Like, because you saw, like, dead body parts. And I was like, holy shit. And then, nope, dude, out of just out of frame, bah, right in there. And, just, and you hear right into him, and he's like, pulls out. I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> the least it's a jump scare that actually earned it. The jump yeah. scares that I try and stay away from in these movies are the ones that don't earn it. They're, they're, they're just there to... To yeah. scare you, and that's it. Yeah. No, these were the, these were legitimate. The Babadook didn't have any jump scares, which is really weird because it had a lot of scenes where it you're it, like oh, you're like something's it. gonna happen. I feel like that's like you're in the dark, you're staring at the closet, and you're like, okay, something's gonna like suddenly just blah yeah. out at you, and it doesn't happen. And I'm like, oh we'll my God. learn a lot about the filmmaker just from after he makes a scary movie, whether or not they go for cheap jump scares or not. Yeah. So I feel like like a good good filmmaker will maybe throw one cheap jump scare in there just to get you fucking on edge a little bit mm-hmm. just like early on in a movie to try to get you ready for it so you're drawn in a little bit more um but they, they don't overuse it I, I hate those movies where it feels like it's just it's just quiet and then it gets unnecessarily loud for a second and you're exactly like, and that's the cheap yeah jump like scares. it's a jump scare but you're like I don't fucking earn that like yeah. come on like and this has a lot of those moments where the music swells up and you're like, you're looking around the scene for shit and it's like done. You're like, fuck you guys. And then when the shit happens, there's no music. You're like, man, mm-hmm. no, no precursor. I wasn't bracing myself for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah. yeah, the Babadook uh, had a, had a lot of scenes that I know I glossed over where if you had like one of those armoire type, type closets, you, you wouldn't own one after this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because uh, it's a lot of like you know she's in her room and it's dark and the closet doors open and you're just staring into the darkness and like at one one instance the there's like a scratching at the door and or in fact uh, it's said in the in the the Babadook book that he always knocks three times so everything in this movie keeps happening three times any noise or anything. You'd hear a scratch, and it'd be like three scratches. You'd hear a knock on the front door or the doorbell ring. It's three rings or three knocks, and you're just like, oh, my God. But there's one scene in particular where uh, it's in the book, if uh, you should have seen it, where he, like, is peeking around the door. Oh, my God, that's fucking creepy. And then when it actually happens in the movie, it's even worse because they build it up like uh, there's three knocks on on something outside her bedroom door and so she gets up and she she walks over you know really uneasy like and and it goes and opens up the door and it she's just she's just so relieved that it's her dog on the other side that just wants in to sleep in her bed whatever so she closes the door goes back in the bed and suddenly exact same noise three times and she's like what the hell and suddenly the door just slowly opens Hmm. and you're like okay that's fucking creepy and from the standpoint of like every other supernatural movie that I've ever really seen, usually that's the end of it. Yep. You know, lightning crash and nothing's there. Yeah. Turn the light, nothing's there. Nothing's there. But nope. Uh, nope, not here because just like the book predicted, 
you suddenly see a hand come out and you're like, oh. And it's like black and <laughs> Don't like, do that. Like shadowy black and creepy. Yeah, but it, it's got the long fingernails yeah. on it and you're like, oh, don't do that. And then suddenly you see the head just kind of poke out and you're like, oh. Because that hat and. Because the hat and everything. Then yeah. it, it suddenly like whooshes into the room. It's not like a scare right there, but it's really fucking scary and creepy because she's staring at this thing as it's crawling on the wall crawling on the ceiling and then it does this weird like turnaround and that's when it jumps into her and you uh start to think that she becomes possessed after that part uh it, it's really the scariest part of the whole movie uh that scene but yeah oh fucking creepy i, I didn't watch a scary movie guys we know you, yeah. you you did not do your homework yet again you can watch sunshine sunshine is an amazing i know movie. i gotta watch it i'm totally gonna watch it this week for sure yeah, totally gonna watch it. Totally, totally. I'm gonna watch as long as there's no mad about you to watch. I'll up the. Well, I got a shit ton of that. It's like yeah, 165 episodes. There are. It says so right on the the DVD cover. Um, DVD. All on one DVD. It's because they don't fucking have it on iTunes. Like, there's like season three is on iTunes or some dumb shit like that. Really? Yeah. They do that. Uh, I hate when they do that shit. Um. But I I will guarantee. Guarantee, guarantee that I will watch Sunshine plus another mystery scary movie that so, we don't know of. That you don't know of. So I will have my review of Sunshine next week and I will also be able to participate in the uh, mystery movie. Well, I would, okay, yeah, for the mystery movie, yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say Sunshine's kind of a horror movie. I don't really know if it's directly classified as a horror movie yeah it's, it's, a, it's like it's a horror it's, sci-fi it's horror sci-fi okay yeah all right all right all right yeah yeah, yeah. boom uh real quick before we wrap this up because we are almost out of time it's mm-hmm. getting tight yo power rangers trailer pretty dope it's not a not what i was expecting at all which no in uh, I know when I first watched it, you know, some the person that showed it to me was just like, "Are you a fan of '90s stuff?" I'm like, "Yeah, here, watch this." So I'm sitting there watching it, and uh, uh, I was like, "Why are you showing me Chronicle? Like, I don't, I don't get it," because it's exactly how it looked and yeah, how yeah. it played out towards the beginning. You know, three three friends. You know, this asteroid hits the Earth, or this mysterious thing hits the Earth, and they find it. You know, they it's get funny these superpowers that from you, it. You got a Chronicle vibe. I actually got a Fantastic Four vibe from it. I got a Breakfast Club vibe from it. Well, yeah, that, that part <laughs> don't too. you forget, forget about, about me. me? And it's happening. Don't, don't, but don't, yeah. So don't. Oh, sorry. So once it, it it hit its stride, and you're suddenly like, oh, it's fucking Power Rangers. It was actually it. It looked pretty good, so I'm I'm down to see it. Is it weird how much the Red Ranger looks like Zac Efron's like little brother, but like doesn't make me want to punch him? Like there is that one scene at the end where the suit starts to like climb on him. I'm like, that dude looked just like Zac Efron, and then I was like, ah, oh, that's not Zac Efron. Though. Oh no, that's, that's the same guy from earlier in this trailer. Yeah. That was not Zac Efron. I'm that was Jason. They made the uh, the Black Power Ranger the nerd. Yep. So he's Billy. Billy. Zach is now Asian. Which makes me think, is Zach going to dance while he kung fu fights? Wow. wow. No, that's what he did in the show. Because wow. he's, he's black? No. no, that's what he did in the show. No, that's what Zach did in the show. Yeah, because he Billy the, did not. I know, that's what makes me wonder. So is Billy? Zach going to dance oh, while hey, he hopefully. fights? Because that was the character that you did You see him on the roof of the train just fucking 
jujitsu yeah. and stuff. And the other thing I really like because this is a teaser, I I feel like everything we saw was from like the first fifteen minutes Easily. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Like they yeah, didn't easily. like they didn't even show the suit fully yet. No. Which like that's a huge part because I don't know how I feel about the suits yet. Well, so I want to see it in motion. My big thing is going to be the Megazords. I mean, they didn't show shit about that stuff. Yeah. Did, didn't they though? Mm, what? Didn't they though? If they did, it was like really super fast. Rita though. <sighs> Goddamn. Slams, slams came up against yeah. the 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 chimney wall. I was like. Way Less more violent violence? than I was thinking. Well, she says I've killed rangers before. I was like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, what? Like in the the show, she just talks about killing rangers. Yeah, no, this is she attempts to. I like the fact they're giving him they superpowers. Have in this, they what have Goldar? Maybe I don't know. I don't know who's all in this. <sighs> it's gonna be so. But yeah, uh, I want to go watch some Power Rangers now. The fucking but the the superpowers that they gave him. Yeah, yeah, super fucking awesome. Super effect. The one dude goes super for the head button. <laughs> just knocks oh. him, knocks himself down. Yeah. yeah. Billy's like, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot is of things. A, is that a good touch, though, to give them superpowers? Well, yeah, because I like the fact that like they're not just going to be hapless without the suits. Yeah. Man. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you know they have to be the suits are probably just going to protect them from you know, weapons and stuff like that. It also protects our identity. And well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. other than the fact that, like, you know, plus they're, they're I imagine that they're more they're more Halo styled, so they're like you combat know, space suits, suits and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, combat suits are not like in the show, which were basically just leotards and with a, a helmet. helmet. And a sweet belt. Bill, Bill Hader's doing the uh, voice of uh, Alpha Five. Alpha Five. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Brian Cranston's the voice of Zordon. It'll be the face of it too, right? Well, yeah, probably. We don't know what he looks like yet, but most likely, yes. I mean, if they do the floaty face and the they tube the thing. Well, if face. they do what they did for the movies, they have him they laying down blue. the crystals too. But that's when he got all fucked up. That's well, no, because before, no, in the in the in the movies, the, the first two movies, he was always laying down in the crystals, and the projection was coming out of the crystals. Mm, no, yeah, I think you're wrong. No, I'm right. No, because the only time, at least, is I'm only going to reference the first movie. The only time you saw him on the crystals was after the. Uh, the ooze guy fucked up their lair and he was laying there all sick and shit. Well, that's when they showed him, but he was that way the entire time mm-hmm. in the movie. Son. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Might have to watch the movie. Again. I don't want to. Oh. Neither, neither do I, actually. This, I mean, as much as I, I, I am interested in seeing this show, the movie, come in and, and seeing how like more realistic and gritty and and stuff that it's going to be like the original show and, and movie were not rough sauce. We're not, oh, yeah. not gonna lie, you know. they were rough to watch 
for and sure. They, they are kids shows. I definitely get that. Even into today, you know, they still air them today. They're still the run. There's still, still stuff running. running today. Yeah, today new episodes, but they're. <laughs> They they are Tiger Diner Force. Like they're, just, yeah, exactly. I think that's so the exact one that's going right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, what? But it's yeah. it's it's so weird because it's it's such a generic show that they basically they're on like a five year cycle where they just replace the the characters every four or five years, so you get this new batch of kids. Yep. And so you get them right there in that sweet spot where they're into it for about five years from ages, you know, it's the Disney model six yeah. to whatever. And some of them hang on a little bit longer. Some of them jump on earlier. But, like, that's it's just a revolving door of new mm-hmm. people watching it. And then they give it some new name and yeah. new costumes. Space and new, Police, Samurai yeah, Force. Yeah. Power Rangers 5. Yeah. You think this will lead to, like, a reboot of the original series? Ah, reboot. Maybe. With, like, the original characters. and But try to make it still a kids movie but less or not movie but show but like less you could corny. bring it back and do it kind of like you do like Arrow and Flash yeah where it has that that suit that beyond realness to it like that sci-fi feel but still not be you know not moving super bright every time they need to talk that. instead of like you know mouths moving because there's just helmets are just like, Cause like hey, the, I'm going to get you you know the like, original show all the fight scenes were used from like the original show right and like no, no. So this is this is an like the Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was its own original thing. I thought I thought I read something where it like, ripped off many other shows. Yeah. Like well, yeah, Ultraman but I, I thought like they actually used footage from like a no, a, it's like a legit like oh, that was their yeah. thing. And all they did is have the kids voice over the the stunt actors inside the yeah the suits. That's why they just moved around whenever they had to talk. Yeah, so you know so which, you know which, which one's ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would like to see something like that though, like where they make fun of that in the movie, where like one of them's like, "Why doing, are you, like, why are you like, doing that? Yeah, why are you, why are you moving around like that while you're talking? How else do you? Know, how else is, are you, yeah, is exactly. anybody gonna know who's talking? Yeah. Um, and all I really need to do is have that little weird chest thing light up and you know pulse or whatever when they're talking, but whatever. Um, or have the mouths move uh, on the helmets, whichever one. Nah. And transform it up. I still have mouths. I don't. I still understand why they had mouths on those on those helmets. It looks super creepy. Um, but yeah, a lot of other stuff to talk about. Oh, um, real, real quick, I just want to get your thoughts. That uh, new Jordan Peele movie, the, the uh, scary white people. Yeah, it's, uh, what's it called? Get out. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Exit only or something. Out. Yeah, get out. Holy shit, dude! It looks fucked up. Like yeah. disturbing as fuck, and I want to see it really bad. Huh. Scary white people everywhere. I think I, re- I saw it. It was a trailer, right? Yeah. Post- yeah, I think I saw the trailer. I don't remember. Text it to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. No, Come on, I, man. I saw it. I just don't remember it much. Yeah. We'll um, talk about the, more about that later. But holy yeah. fuck. Like, we'll go over all the stuff that yeah, came out. Look it up. Comic-Con. Find the trailer. Yeah. It's crazy. Booyah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. All right. We're going to wrap up sign for the producer. So, uh... We'll wrap it up. Yeah, comes naturally. We are Joe, Mike. I am Cody, and once again, thanks for listening. And as usual, you fuckers just came naturally. Bitches. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.